Okay, so in the NBA, a couple of days ago, I believe on Monday, I was asleep around 2.30 in the morning. I was getting me a nice sleep for the night. And Woj dropped a bomb, signifying that the brother don't get no sleep. Okay, and it was dealing with the Celtics' interest in Kevin Durant and possibly including Jalen Brown as a centerpiece of that deal. So we had a couple of days to digest everything that we heard, and now it's time to give the word. I love the guys that we got, says Jason Tatum, amid the Jalen Brown Kevin Durant trade rumors. Or the Celtics making a mistake having Jalen Brown in trade rumors. And we have a subtopic that we will get into later on in the topic. But I would love to start this one off because as I get settled here, I was the one that picked the Celtics as having the best trade package for a guy like KD. Now, let me go back to that point. Because truth be told, there is no package for Kevin Durant. The reason why Kevin Durant is still on the Brooklyn Nets today and possibly will be still on the Brooklyn Nets come game one is because there is no such trade package for Kevin Durant. Never in the NBA modern day here, okay, have we ever seen a player of KD's stature and level four years under contract signed ready to be traded and up for sale. We don't see that. Okay, so you can put together a package of an all-star caliber player, okay, and picks and, and, and another role player, rotational player. That's going to gut your roster. If you trade for Kevin Durant right now, based on the next action price and what he's worth, he's still the best player arguably behind Giannis in the NBA. So what, I'm going to send an all-star, a rotational piece, and then you want draft picks? And then, all right, Kevin Durant comes here. What am I left with to compete? Okay, and if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, why am I shortchanging myself trying to get a deal done? I'm just not doing it. So right now, truth be told, there's no package for Kevin Durant. But if there were to be a package for Kevin Durant, it would lie in Boston because they had the assets. Now, if you're Jalen Brown, yes, I believe the Celtics are making a mistake. Let me answer the question, please. I do believe the Celtics are making a mistake because right now you're talking about a guy with two years left on his deal, a guy that's been in trade rumors. When it came to Ben Simmons, when it came to Anthony Davis, when it came to Kawhi Leonard, and now when it comes to Kevin Durant, okay? And, of course, like, you want to feel respected. My man's just almost one finals MVP had the Celtics won. He would have won finals MVP. He helped Jason Tatum sweep the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant on that team. And now you're trying to swap? Yeah, I feel like I need guap somewhere else. Okay, and that's going to be not here in Boston. So, yeah, I think you're playing a dangerous game because in the NBA, a lot of these guys get sensitive. You know, Kevin Durant being one of them, Kyrie Irving being another, James Harden being another. I mean, it's like a plague in the NBA. You look at the guy the wrong way. He wants out. So I would not play this thin line if I'm the Boston Celtics because now you may be forced to get a deal done for Kevin Durant because you just don't know what's going to happen in two years. Now, you can say, well, there's risk on the other side. Let's say they get a deal done. And Brooklyn gets Jalen Brown. He still could be a free agent in two years. So there's risk all across the board. Gun to my head, as I stated before, I would not pull the trigger, even though I said they had the best package. I would stay put, but I don't know. I might not. We'll see. I'll give the mic to y'all. Um, you know, I think if you're the Boston Celtics, you really put your foot in your mouth by even going public with this not information that Jalen Brown is available. 
for Kevin Durant. That was something that's huge because this whole entire offseason was trade Jalen Brown. Half, half the way through the season last year, they were saying Tatum and Brown can't exist. Who are you going to trade? So when you go all the way fast forward into right now in this particular juncture, and there's a report saying that Brown, um, Brown, White, two draft picks. I forgot there was, another, there was a third player in that list. I forgot who it was. I think it was just Brown, White, in the first. It was Brown, White, in the first? Okay. I think that was so, it, yeah. So yep. that, that, that's something that it dismantles Jalen Brown because JB thinks he has great all autonomy on the, on the Celtics. They're building, they're growing something. They just came off a finals appearance. They just swept the nets. Why would you want to trade me for Kevin Durant, a guy who played 90 games in three seasons? So that's something that's um that's interesting to him, and then it makes a big issue with this organization because Brad Stevens is the poor man Danny Ainge. You know, like Danny Ainge goes for picks, he goes for assets, and he usually wins majority of the trades. Steve Brad Stevens is trying to become that next Danny Ainge, and he's over here already kind of just spilling the tea with Jalen Brown for KD, essentially. You know, that's the, the centerpiece of the trade. Um, I'm not saying that's a straight-up trade. But um, it's it, like, what if JP comes out and says, like, let's say a week from now, he still feels disrespected. All right, I want, I'm requesting a trade from this team. Now, now you're forcing the hand. And that also opens up for the trade market for shooting guards. Because if JB's available, a lot of teams are going to be gunning for him. It's not just going to be the Nets. It's going to be a lot of teams gunning for him. And that's going to be causing turmoil on that roster, especially if Jalen Brown says, I don't want to be here anymore. I feel disrespected, not only by the organization, but also the fans already against me as it is. So if you're already feeling disrespect from the fans, that's one side of it. But then if the organization's already saying, we'll get rid of you, that's another thing that, that probably is playing in him. Is like, I don't know if I want to be here anymore if my own organization doesn't believe in me enough to the, that they're, the fact that they're willing to train me away. Yeah, I wanted to say this to start. I totally understand that throughout the Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown era, they've always fallen short of that NBA uh, title. And they've been knocking on the door for a couple of years now, losing in a couple of Eastern Conference finals, losing uh, in the NBA finals this year. Uh, but with that being said, I still look at the Boston Celtics and the way that they're constructed right now. And I would view them right up there with the Milwaukee Bucks as the favorites to come out of the Eastern Conference next season. Just the way they are right now with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown leading the way, with Marcus Smart there, with the addition of Malcolm Brogdon. And I know that they fell, they fell short last year, and they easily could have taken that Warriors series if Jason Tatum uh, just played a little bit better, if just Steph Curry didn't go crazy in multiple games in Boston. But at the same time, I look at this Celtic team, and I know they only have a second-year head coach, but they've been building something uh, for a while now. And I do think pivoting and trading uh, Jalen Brown and even more for Kevin Durant. Like, I know it's Kevin Durant. I know he's still one of the best players in the NBA, but he's 34 years old. And just the, the main point is, like, I don't think the Celtics are that far off. I think they could win a championship without Kevin Durant. I really do. The way they're constructed right now. And I agree with you guys. Even throwing Jalen Brown's name out there in trade uh, rumors when he's been out there in rumors for the last few years, that, that that's frustrating as a player, especially when you just got your team to the NBA Finals, when you were really the Celtics' most consistent player throughout their playoff run. And when you look at Boston, like, they know they'd have to be giving up a lot to get Kevin Durant. And, like, why would they even leak that offer to begin with? As they said, like, the Nets were never going to accept Derek White uh, Jalen Brown and a first round pick for Kevin Durant. They literally were calling up the Timberwolves asking for Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. They might've even asked the Lakers for LeBron. 
the, the, they were never accepting that trade. So I think the Celtics should just stay pat right now unless Kevin Durant is, you know, they're, they give him up for the cheap, but I can't see KD realistically in Boston next year. And uh, yeah, he's, he's in Brooklyn for now. It's looking like Kyrie Irving is going to be back in Brooklyn next year as well. So uh, I think the whole, I thought maybe the whole th- thing could have been a bluff, just wanting to get Kyrie paid and uh, Kevin Durant is staying put in Brooklyn right now. I mean, Hey, is Giannis on a trade block? Cause I do a KD trade for Giannis, right? <laughs> what best player for best player. Cool. Like I said before, when I started, there's no trade package. When you see Woody Gobert go for what? Five picks and players. Okay. Um, excuse me. If I'm the Nets, why the hell will I bargain less than that? When you see Mitchell potentially about to get fleeced or the uh, jazz are going to flee somebody for possibly seven first rounders or want seven first rounders for Donovan Mitchell. What the hell you think Kevin Durant is worth? So I'm just like, yo, if you make a move for Kevin Durant, you're gutting out your roster. You don't have draft capital to build back your roster. So what the hell are we doing? And that's why if there's going to be a deal done, it will be in Boston, like I keep saying, because, you know, I think, for example, if you ought to accept the Jalen Brown deal, more than likely it would include Jalen Brown, possibly Marcus Smart. You can possibly get away would not add in Marcus Smart if you're the Celtics because I don't think you want to put him there. That's the heart and soul, your energizer of your franchise, of your team. You want to keep him. Maybe you throw in Brown, um, the big fella Grant Williams, and Derek White. If and I'm the Nets, picks. I want Robert Williams too. Not going to lie. Like, I, yeah, you I'm ain't getting saying, Robert I'm, Williams. I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just asking for Smart, Robert Williams, and Brown. I think that, yeah. that would be the deal. And you're asking, for, you're asking, for, the, yeah, you're yeah, asking for a whole new team right there. You're asking for – you taking the defense out of yeah, the picture. Boston's not doing that. So, exactly. Boston's not doing that. So, I don't see it happening. And, and that's why, you know, my point, my last point, and then say you could you, – you know, you could carry it on. I think if you're, if you're the Nets, right, and you look at Jalen Brown, the only reason why you accept the deal with other pieces along with Jalen Brown is because – you don't have to worry about the designated rookie, you know, um, situation where if you were to make a deal for a certain amount of players in the league, you would have to trade Ben Simmons. You can bring in Brown without the expense of giving up on Ben Simmons because they can play together. And potentially that defense is looking, you know, pretty solid there, along with the pieces that you've added, along with the pieces you can flex from Kyrie Irving if you were to trade him or keep Kyrie Irving there. So you're really not that far away. You don't have to gut out the Celtics. I know payback is a you-know-what, and they fleece the hell out of y'all, but you don't got to return the favor. You can actually take a deal with Derek White and Grant Williams and Jalen Brown because of the pieces that you can add along with that not included in that deal. By trading away Kyrie Irving or keeping him. So now your roster don't look that bad. But at the same time, you don't have to do it. You don't have to trade Kevin Durant. You can keep him. And I think they ultimately will. My issue with the trade uh, rumors is that the Nets, if you're going to get rid of Kevin Durant, you're trying to rebuild this future for his team because Kevin Durant is not going to be there forever. Um, the next four years is solidified, it's contained, but you traded away all your draft picks for the James Harden. And if you're going to get trade KD, you're trying to get something that you traded away, which was all those damn draft picks. That's what you're going to need for the Brooklyn Nets. You traded all those unprotected picks for James Harden. You're going to need something like that to bring over to the Brooklyn Nets because your future is demolished. You don't have any draft picks. You have no draft capital. And you want to? You have all these star players on this damn team. That's what you need to trade for is getting some draft picks back onto this roster. 
That is what you're getting from a Kevin Durant. You're not going to get a player that replicates him. You're not going to get a superstar that replicates his production. You're going to get draft capital so that one damn day, you will have all these picks developed and ready to go and put your team in a better light. You're never going to get a, a star player or a superstar player to replace a superstar you're, leave, you're, you're trading away. It's never going to happen. What you're going to get is a bunch of draft picks to one day draft a player who, or draft a bunch of players who can mimic their production and mimic the impact that it has on the team. It will never be like that with anyone else. You traded away all those picks for Harden. That was ridiculous. Now what you're asking for a team to do is give you two all-stars. You, why do you need an all-star team? Even if you add two all-stars, let's say the, um, the Nets do somehow, right? They would have got Colin D. Towns and Anthony Edwards. Those two cats are not bringing the Nets to the promised land. It doesn't matter what the, what's happening. They'll probably go back to the same thing, losing a first round. So it's and, like and draft something. Picks ain't, and draft picks ain't either. You know, unless you find that gem. That it's the potential. It's you know, the potential. And, that, and, that, and that's where the Nets is in a bind here. And that's why they should keep Kevin Durant. Because, listen, the Nets already went through the long, tedious process of being in the basement by trying to build this joint back up, bro. That took five years. That was some hard times in Brooklyn. I am not trying to go through that garbage again. You must be smoking dope. I already got a lottery ticket that I may never get again. I may never get a Kevin Durant again. Okay? So I'm going to try to keep him four years on the contract, would you? And Kyrie is going to be back next year too. You know, you know, I, he he's there. His guy's there. I think the writing is on the wall. The writing is on the wall, and everything but the horns of Jericho. You know, what I'm saying has sounded. We'll see. If Let me does. ask Go one ahead. more question. Let me ask one quick question. You know, I think if Brown was to request a trade, right? How would the art and market impact Donovan Mitchell? Because if Jalen Brown is available, does that push the panic button for Danny Ainge to lower the price tag? Because if Jalen Brown's commanding something similar or less than what Donovan Mitchell's commanding, what, what would be the, the impact of what Don, how Danny Ainge moves with Donovan Mitchell moving forward? I think a lot of it would depend on the suitors and who would be interested. You know, like, I think Donovan Mitchell is probably the slightly better player than Jalen Brown, but it, it's close. You know, I, I don't think it's a crazy argument at all if you were to say Jalen Brown's the better player. You know, he just got his team to the NBA Finals, and he had a lot to do with it. His fingerprints were all over that. And Donovan Mitchell has had a, a bunch of playoff losses. But, you know, Boston and Utah, the Celtics traditionally have had much more success. They've been uh, the better organization. But, yeah, I, I don't think Boston is going to trade Jalen Brown. I, I'll just leave it at that. I don't. I think if they're smart enough, and I trust Brad Stevens, um, I think they'll handle this the right way and make sure that they're on the same page with Jalen Brown going into next season. But when it comes to Donovan Mitchell, the Knicks are obviously the front runner, the team that he's been linked to for a long time now. And I know the all-star game is in Utah next year. They're going to want him there. But if the Jazz get a, a package that they can't refuse and, you know, the Knicks don't really have that much uh, competition within that market. Like if they give up three or four first round picks eventually compared to eight and give them some, some nice young players from the team. Like, I don't know if Utah is going to really have a choice. Donovan Mitchell's a really good player, but he has his flaws. And as more time goes on, maybe Jalen Brown proves he's the better player who knows, but uh, yeah, I don't, you know, I, I think both Utah or I would just say Utah's still going to try to get it as much as they possibly can uh, for Mitchell if they do deal him. Well, hypothetically, Right now, we all know that Jalen Brown is in trade rumors. He could potentially, hypothetically say, trade me. I felt disrespected. I want out. He has two years left on the deal. You're more than likely going to have to trade him because you don't want him to leave in two years and you get nothing if he declines a player option and becomes an unrestricted free agent. So you're going to have to abide by. You see, Kevin Durant, you don't because he's four years on the contract. That's a totally different thing. You're going to sit out four years, bro? 
Okay, I keep finding your ass for four years. All right, um, Jalen Brown is two years, right? So you would probably want, you know, to trade him. So that's why this is a good hypothetical question because if he were to come out, which is unlikely, but not out of the ordinary, to say I want out. Now we're talking about a whole different thing and we bringing up the question about, you know, who's worth more and how does this impact, you know, the Donovan Mitchell trade, right? We only talk, talking hypotheticals in. Now, in that regard, I would say it's around the same, you know, the same amount of capital that you would get for either player because I look at them around the same. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if one goes, I don't think it will be, all right, Donovan Mitchell was worth this, Jalen Brown is not worth that, or Jalen Brown just went and Donovan Mitchell is worth that. They're the same guys to me. One was baptized at the university, you know, of experience. When you go to the finals and you play in the finals, that's a whole nother level of experience that you bring it to another team. This is different from the playoffs, from the regular season when them games don't even matter. You're talking about the finals. He's bringing that value to a team. So maybe you can argue that he's worth a little bit more, but I still think skill set wise, they're around the same. One play a little bit better defense than the other. One is a more, you know, offensively driven player than the other. They are around the same to me so i don't think it really has a, a major impact on either side ladies and gentlemen that wraps up this topic because it looks like we are all done here and when we come back nfl talk baby is going down